fashion. <laughs> Welcome to How Do We Human. Uh, it's the podcast where we overanalyze all the weird and uncomfortable micro moments in life. I'm one of your hosts, Seven Cogs. And I'm one of your hosts, Chris Binning. Oh, and today we're gonna be talking fashion. Uh, more than just the David Bowie song, but possibly also <laughs> the David Bowie song, Fashion. Uh, before we get into that, uh, I, I just gotta know uh, how you doing. Uh, thank you for asking. You're welcome. Uh, I'm doing fine. Uh, you know, these unprecedented times, oh, oh how they rage on. Um, uh, I don't have any stories for this week uh, about things going on in my life. Uh, it's just kind of, you know, monitoring uh, the country and um, yeah, and how uh, everything is a political issue. Yeah, and everything is a fight. Um, so just sitting in in my home, (laughs) watching the world go by. I'm just sitting here watching the wheels go round and round. Yeah, and I I don't like it. (laughs) Uh, You're just sitting there uh, angrily waiting for the Zack Snyder cut. (laughs) uh, I did see the airplane, uh circle around burbank uh this would have been yesterday yeah uh towing uh a sign that says (laughs) thanks hbo max uh (laughs) and wb hashtag release the snyder cut people are very passionate (laughs) yeah they are and i think that was probably a good use of their stimulus money (laughs) to pay for that message to go around agreed <laughs> when most of those people are working from home and but, most uh, of that message is thoroughly around <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like it's i just like don't understand the hype f- oh. for the snyder cut and i think that uh, a lot of people uh, because it's been hyped up now for it'll have been almost four years by the time the cut is released yeah um I think with all that hype built up, you really run the risk of uh, <laughs> disappointing some people. I will watch it because it's going to be four hours and I love a good yeah. <laughs> over three hour movie, like I said. Uh, but yeah, I think everyone needs to remember that uh, Batman versus Superman was a terrible movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's, keep your expectations in check. <laughs> here's the problem. I'm glad you brought that up because, as I said mere moments ago, it seems like everything's a fight. Yes. And a lot of people do not consider Batman v Superman a bad, terrible movie. True. Uh, even though it is. But they... Um, <laughs> So it it's there are going to be people who no matter what it is are going to love it. Yes. As long as it's gray in color scheme <laughs> and there's excessive unbelievable violence that does not match the tone of the rest of the movie, yeah. they'll love it cuz that's what they want. And they don't, want the, they don't want the childlike movies of the Marvel Cinematic Universe because we're adults well, watching these movies based on characters that were intended for children. But Don't get me wrong there. I'm a big DC guy. <laughs> uh, it's just that their movies are terrible. <laughs> it's uh, something that I noticed when... Uh, a feeling that I got when I saw that plane circling around the warner brothers lot yesterday it was like because we've talked uh at nauseum like i am a movie fan true but i think other movie fans quote unquote uh might be my least favorite people (laughs) exactly in the world exactly roll back to pop culture blind spots it's a a terrible bunch of people well Uh, and even like if it's not a blind spot and you have seen it yeah but you just your opinion is wrong 
Yeah. They will light you up. Yeah. And it's like, but... I just want to enjoy these things together. <clears throat> There's a lot of power in just saying, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, something I do care about, mm. Evan, is how you doing. Oh, good. I'm I'm glad we could seed uh, your how you're doing time to the Snyder Cut. <laughs> uh, I uh, am doing good, but uh, something weighs heavily on my mind. I uh, have a how you doing related to fashion. And what? I was very excited about it because it happened that I was like, oh, fuck, I got to tell this story. Didn't even occur to me that it was fashion related. It's, oh so relevant (laughs) um so i hey i I, i've been wearing some clothes during quarantine (laughs) hey i'm not not gonna promise i'm wearing all clothes all the time that's what we call a tease (laughs) wearing no clothes and that's how i human (laughs) but yeah uh, i would think that you would at least put some on as we skype for these uh recordings you would think (laughs) yeah you know at first i just thought like your ring light was set very bright no no but no that's that's me that's just skin that's that's just skin um but uh so i was wearing a button up shirt and i forget why i think it was just a hot day so like i had put the button a, a, a nice loose button-up shirt. Hey, it's a good thing to wear on a hot day. It keeps you cool. Uh, but it had gotten particularly hot. And uh, so I, I don't know what exactly what happened, but my shirt was open and unbuttoned, and I was just inside my apartment. Blinds were closed, etc. Um, and then it came time to walk the dog. And I started buttoning my shirt up, and I got a skype call a video call coming in so i'm like ah and so i like buttoned my shirt and answered it uh talked to those people for a while left and i went to walk the dog now turns out i did not finish buttoning my shirt up (laughs) in this chaos i thought i had i'd only gotten about halfway and so I walked out my front door, and of course, there are two uh, neighbors walking up the driveway at the same time I'm walking out. And the second I get outside the door, a gust of wind, like Marilyn Monroe, a gust of wind <laughs> blows the bottom of my shirt open, exposing my belly, <laughs> which I, I found a new anxiety. I didn't realize that that was a thing that I didn't want people to see. <laughs> but oh boy, that's stressed me the fuck out and just it just felt like such a weird thing like who walks out their door and exposes their belly to strangers uh but nature got one over on me uh, yeah that morning mother nature wanted to take a peek oh mother nature is a, ooh, she's a peeker <laughs> <laughs> well, that's about all i got going on uh i don't know how to button up a shirt and I don't want people seeing my tum. <laughs> well, that sounds like a good button on that <laughs> hey. how you doing segment, All which right. means it's time to move Close into it. the main topic. Close up that thread. <laughs> yeah. Uh, fashion. Fashion. <laughs> what does it mean to you? Not a whole lot. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, like <clears throat> I'd said before we started recording, I'm mostly uh, looking at this as the everyday fashion. Um, so we're, we're going to be talking about uh, women's fashion and what we think women should wear. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, that's a joke. We're, we're, we're talking our own clothes. We're talking men's clothes. Uh, as we've said before, I'm a very modest dresser. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> yeah. I, uh, my fly's unzipped at the moment. <laughs> That's how modestly I dress. <laughs> so not only do I not understand buttons, I've lost control of zippers also. Uh, quarantine, going well for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, what was the, what was the first rolling it back, uh, <laughs> What, what was the first time you remember kind of being conscious of 
I don't know, picking out clothes and like those clothing choices mattering at all. Uh, fairly late. Yeah. In life, I think. Um, this is not till quarantine. Yeah. <laughs> this matters. Yeah, like yesterday. <laughs> That's why I was out and about to see that that plane. Is I was like, I should buy some clothes. <laughs> uh, no, I it's probably somewhere in high school, maybe yeah. end of middle school. Um. But when you don't have your own car, like you got to go shopping with the fam. Oh yeah. And. I don't know how your fam uh, <laughs> likes to shop for clothing, um, but vigorously. my what? Vigorously, vigorously, just ripping through the clothes racks. <laughs> yes. Um, but my this kind of ties into a whole shopping uh, element as well. Sure. But my dad and I have very similar shopping strategies, which is like, I know what I like and what I want. I'm going to go in there, get that thing. Or if they don't have it, I will leave. Yeah. The end. (laughs) Uh, And my mom is someone who is like, we have to look at every single thing. Yeah. Because you never know if you'll like that thing. Yeah, that is a, a a tough one. I've always kind of been in the same boat when yeah, family shopping, um, when shopping for families. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you when you then have that extra time? Do you shop more or do you just like stand around? <laughs> stand around, a hundred percent. Stand around, wait for it to be over. To be fair, I feel like, and hey, this is a, a comment on men's fashion right here, co- coming in hot. <laughs> oh, baby. Like, to a certain degree, that's like, there's maybe less so now, but I still feel like in general, like you look at the women's section and it's each rack, several choices and options. And, like, the men's section never feels that way to me. I look at a rack, and it's like, these are those three shirts. <laughs> yeah. Like, you look at those three shirts and find the one that fits you. Oh, here's a tip. These are the five pants we sell. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> so it doesn't take long to go through them. No. Um, which uh, I guess I'm fine with. It, it seems unequal. <laughs> but <laughs> I, uh, like I said, hey, modest. I don't, uh, I'm not looking for anything flashy. Yeah, and there really, like, aren't a ton of different styles, I don't think, uh, yeah. in terms of shirts. It's like button-up, crew-neck t-shirt, v-neck t-shirt. V-neck t-shirt, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Maybe a Henley. Uh-huh, sure. Those. Yeah, it's, uh, pretty simple. <laughs> uh, well, you, uh, because I used to uh if you and i were both in like middle school right now oh boy. which would be a nightmare that would be weird because uh, that's a we horrible shouldn't be time. There. <laughs> <laughs> but uh you and i would dress very similarly i think so um i used to dress uh in a lot of just plain solid color shirts yeah. And like jeans, yeah, which is how I still dress, <laughs> right? And that's what. I, but like over the years, I've, I've dipped my toes into some patterned waters. Yes, hey. Uh, my shirt right now got stripes. Yeah, swimming in Lake Stripe. <laughs> that, that's right. I earned that those stripes. <laughs> <laughs> you did earn those stripes. Uh, I I now that I said that and I think about it, ooh, thinking hard. I'm like, I guess, especially for younger guys, but still uh, older older men's fashion also. Like the varieties that we get are in um, what do you call them? Like icon tees, like t-shirts oh, yeah. with stuff on them. Like, here's my 1975 Led Zeppelin tour shirt. Here's my Star Wars shirt. And I don't I don't like that. Those make me uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, I... 
am really like I remember as a kid I had like some shirts with like some cartoon characters on them. Totally. Um I remember in like kindergarten or like first grade somewhere early in elementary school I had this shirt that had like a pocket on the the chest uh and then it was like the looney tunes characters were like coming out of that pocket yeah and i remember this kid Corey. like i really liked this shirt yeah and this kid Corey took a pair of scissors and just made the smallest cut on the sleeve like not all the way up the sleeve but right where like there's the stitching of that yeah yeah that little ring of the sleeve you just snip and i was like well this shirt is ruined (laughs) And you never know, never wore another one again. Uh, yeah, I don't think so. Um, what a jerk! Yeah, Corey. It wasn't that that kid from uh, Boy Meets World, was it? Um, Corey Matthews. I, it it might have been, and that would explain why I've never seen that show. Oh man, another uh, pop culture pop blind culture spot, blind baby. Spot. Yeah, oof, you're missing out. <laughs> but yeah i feel like because similarly I, when i was a kid i would i wore actually exactly the same like looney tunes shirts i think everyone <laughs> when you're a kid everyone has a looney tunes shirt sure and i had a few tasmanian devil shirts because then mm-hmm. you know you're either you're a tweety bird you could be a tweety bird person or like a tough tweety bird like tweety bird at the gym <laughs> oh yeah uh-huh and the Tasmanian Devil's like, I'm a crazy person. Yeah. <laughs> which, which was the fashion at the time, <laughs> for some reason. That's a good point, is like, I don't really remember a lot of the other characters, with the exception of, like, uh, group yeah. uh, photos, I guess. <laughs> um, family portraits. Yeah. With the exception of uh, Looney Tune family portraits, I don't know if I can remember having any shirts or seeing anybody else with shirts uh, with a single character that is not Tweety or Taz. It's really interesting. I don't know. I think we've just stumbled into a thing I could talk about for an hour. (laughs) I know. (laughs) It's so weird. (laughs) That is so strange. Like, I don't, I can't remember ever seeing a Bugs Bunny shirt. And he's the Mickey yeah. Mouse of Looney Tunes. It's all Tweety and uh, Taz. That's so um, weird. Who's your favorite Looney Tune? Ooh, favorite Looney Tune. Um, I was always a big... Uh, I'm a Daffy fan. I like Daffy Duck. That's a solid choice. Daffy is hard to to go against. Yeah. Uh, I, I am also quite partial to Wiley Coyote. He's a good time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. A little accident prone for my tastes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Not like Daffy, who gets <laughs> shot in the face repeatedly. Yeah. But it, he, it's not his fault. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, that, I, I, honestly, that kind of brings me to where I first started at all thinking about what i'm wearing i know i don't always look like it but i do think about it and like yeah i remember having these tasmanian devil shirts and when you're young you just wear a shirt because you're like i like this (laughs) oh this has a character on it i like this is a shirt i'm going to wear and I feel like I don't have a concrete memory of this, but I feel like someone I don't I knowing me, I bet nobody made fun of it. But I bet somebody made a comment about it like, oh, nice shirt. I like Tasmanian Devil, too. And I lost my mind. <laughs> it's like I can never wear another shirt like this again. I don't want to talk about my shirt. <laughs> I'm fairly certain for me it was someone made fun of it. Yeah. And I was like, I cannot do this anymore. I think I had a Mario shirt. Um, And somebody made fun of it. And I was like, well, solid color tees for the rest of my life. (laughs) It's very damaging. Like, it really, I don't know, fucks with you. And that kind of falls into that, like, late elementary school, early middle school time. Yeah, that specific one was early middle school. I don't remember what they said. Or what the shirt looked like, or even who said it. 
<laughs> but I distinctly remember where I was when it was said to me. <laughs> and it was in sixth grade in the lunch line. In which grade? Uh, sixth. Sixth grade. Okay. That was middle school for me. Yeah. The first year of middle school. Oh, man. What a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I then, so I, I went out of doing that and then was wearing just essentially blank shirts for a long time. And then when I was like a little further in middle school, uh, I had already been a skateboarder. A skateboarder? That sounds so dorky. <laughs> I was a skateboarder. <laughs> and uh, skate fashion was a very big thing at the time that I was in middle school. And so I'd go to Zoomies. And I had like cool skate shoes. And I made a, a wild out there choice one day. And I got... Uh, it was a, sh- a skate sh- clothing company called Innis, I believe. And I it was a shirt, almost like a baseball shirt, like a white. It had the brand logo on the front, black sleeves, three-quarter sleeves. So the sleeves only went down like halfway past my elbow. Um, and I was just like, I'm going to buy this and I'm going to wear it. <laughs> And I did, and it went well, and then I just completely abandoned that. <laughs> the The sleeves got kind of fucked up in the laundry and started, like, mm. curling up. And then, I, yeah, I was just like, I'm, I'm going back to blank shirts. I don't know, but that was my big, like, moment. That was my fashion moment in, like, the 8th, 7th or 8th grade. <laughs> Yeah, I, um, first of all, uh, so you're saying that you were a skater boy? Uh, see you later, boy. (laughs) I was just going to ask if someone had said, see you later, boy. Of course they did. It's all we said to each other. (laughs) That's what the song's about. Skate culture. (laughs) Get on our Uh, boards and be like, see you later, boy. Um... I remember having a lot of shirts in late elementary school, early middle school, um, from uh, the Billabong Corporation. Oh, so popular at the time. Yes. Um, but the Billabong is uh, just a funny word, first it of is. all. <clears throat> but I th- feel like I remember people, certainly my grandparents, like, guarantee you asked me this question but uh maybe other people maybe classmates or teachers too but there's always then the question of like because billabong is not afraid to slap their name all over your shirt oh no yeah even if it's not a billabong shirt (laughs) (laughs) yeah slap it on you gotta watch out for rogue billabong agents (laughs) on the street they're coming for you (laughs) uh but i'm sure my grandparents and other people asked uh so what's billabong yeah i don't know i I like the way this shirt looks (laughs) so i bought it and so then it was like okay well i can't have uh characters that people will make fun of me for yeah or pop culture things i like yeah i can't have uh company names no it it all just kind of comes back to like oh i have to just wear (laughs) Uh, monochromatic yeah. uh, uniforms. <laughs> I remember even further than that, my middle school rallied against Billabong <laughs> because the the school administration decided that that was not okay to wear at school. So anytime what? anyone, because it had the word bong in it, it was a drug uh, uh, okay. reference. Uh, and anyone that wore a Billabong shirt to school either had to turn their shirt on inside out or put tape over the word bong. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so funny to think about. But I'm pretty sure pretty they're funny. A, a surfing company. I believe so. But I remember that like the, there was a shirt I had that said Billabong and it had like waves. No, that's how you know. <laughs> that's how you that's like a dead ringer for a surfing company and, uh, shopping out of pack sun <laughs> recently <laughs> <laughs> uh, but my what's your oh. uh clothing store of choice currently 
Or Currently, and uh, I know you like to take it way back. So I love to take uh, it way back. Either um, one. By the time I'd started buying clothes for myself, which I didn't do very often <laughs> when I was younger, I would get my shirts at JCPenney. That was my go-to. They were cheap. Oh. Yeah. yeah, they just filed for bankruptcy. Oh, did they? Hey, yeah. I'll buy the store. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, but I've since moved. I'm pretty essentially Target. Um, I have since expanded a little bit, and I, I've I've shopped around the uh, what do you call it? The like the Americana over that mall. Uh, I've, I've bought uh-huh. a, a J. Crew shirt. Uh, uh, oh, also know, just closed uh, down. <laughs> yeah, they did. <laughs> I've lost all my options. Target's still going strong. Target's so. going strong. Mosimo, <laughs> you got my back. <laughs> God bless you. Uh, yeah, it's cr- that's so crazy. Uh, uh, losing options, but yeah, just out of curiosity, because I've always heard that, like, you know, if you, because I don't know, my target shirts will generally last like a couple of years but they do then start to fall apart literally <laughs> uh, we're like oh yeah just spend like an extra 10 or 15 dollars on a shirt and it won't do that <laughs> so uh but as discussed on spills i have a problem <laughs> And I'm very quick to ruin shirts, so <laughs> I think disposable shirts might just be the way to go for little old Evan. Where are you doing your shopping? Uh, I have also bought stuff at Target for sure. Um, I also uh, like the Ross, the Marshalls, yeah. uh, TJ Maxx a little bit. Um, but I find that their men's section is usually not as strong as the other two. Uh, but those are the, the places you can find me. <laughs> That's where you'll find us. Uh, I've also, the Gap, I've bought some shirts at the Gap. Gap's good. I go to the Gap for like button ups. Nice looking, oh, looking sharp. <laughs> but that that was a, that's a whole other thing. I, part of the reason I was going to those nicer places is uh, being single again. <laughs> you go like, oh, fuck, I'm like going on dates and shit. I need date clothes. <laughs> I was going to ask you like what, how much thought goes into what you wear on particularly a first date, but at, also any date at really. This point, mostly yeah, first and second dates. I put a lot yeah. of thought into it. Um, but at this point I've kind of just like, I don't know, it sounds shitty to say like, I've got my outfits, like people don't want to hear that I'm like, yeah, I wear the same thing to every first and second date, but it's like, I don't know, what's, what's the, why change if it works? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, uh, I care. That's at this point, unless something for work comes up where it's like, oh, I need to dress nice first dates are kind of the only time i'm actually really thinking about it uh, otherwise it's just pick a color <laughs> grab that shirt and, all right <laughs> you're good to go uh and like i buy oh, we're gonna roll through all of our old episodes going back to concerts i buy shirts at concerts i've got a lot of band shirts i just don't wear them out <laughs> Which is probably a waste of money. They're the most expensive shirts money can buy. Yeah, seems like it. <laughs> Good, thirty to fifty dollars. Uh, but I love them. <laughs> uh, I am so curious about this, and this is also like this is a tough one because it's I'm sure going to come up eventually when we do our dating episode. Uh, I am very curious if you could walk me through your thought process uh for picking out uh your first date outfit great great question (laughs) (laughs) uh first thought is what what location where did where did we end up going that makes a huge difference uh if it's out for coffee it's going to be a lot more casual than uh, like out for a out for a drink it kind of depends on the situation so that's that's my first stop you know am i gonna be 
Uh, but here, here's my little gentle rule for myself. <laughs> like, if I if I'm going to a spot where it's like, all right, I want to look relatively nice. First dates, I'm not a. I'll just say I'm not a person to go like. We're gonna go to this five star restaurant. <laughs> like, no, right? <laughs> I don't want to. Spend no, you that have to earn those stars. <laughs> um, we go to a one star restaurant first. Yes. <laughs> And then we decide later on in the relationship if you're worth five stars. As you date me, you earn stars. (laughs) (laughs) Through a series of challenges. (laughs) Very complicated person to date. It's why I'm single. (laughs) um, uh, My my gentle rule for myself is if I'm going casual... um, because you can, hey, you can look very nice in a very nice-looking T-shirt. I'm generally not going to go T-shirt on a first date, but you know, or like a, a short sleeve button-up. Um, but if I'm going to be like, all right, I'm wearing jeans or I'm wearing chinos or something like that, I'm going to wear nice shoes. That's where you get them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounds so stupid, but you have no idea how many dates I've gone on where people mentioned that they appreciated that I wore nice shoes. Oh, <laughs> yeah, so if you're wearing blue jeans, go with some nice uh, uh, brown shoes or black. You know, you can keep it up with some nice black dress shoes. It's, uh, it's a nice thing to do. And then the socks is the other concern. So I'm like, all right, find some color matching. Socks, if you can get a pop of color in there that matches your shirt. Oh, baby. <laughs> These are the things I think about. I've started thinking a lot about color and what I'm wearing because that's kind of all I have on my blank shirts. <laughs> right. I'm like, all right, how good can I make this look? And it turns out real fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's about it. And then, and then going like, hey, is this a tuck-in shirt, not tuck-in shirt? That's where I lose my fucking mind and I can't. I don't know. It's that stresses me out so much. Sometimes I go, I look at other guys wear nice button-up shirts untucked, and it looks so fucking casual and so goddamn cool. And I do it, and I look at myself in the mirror, and I'm just like, I just look like I forgot to tuck in my shirt. (laughs) I don't know. It's a mental hurdle for me. Uh, That's the problem, I think, with because you hear a lot about the. issues that uh with like uh models and women's clothing yeah and how like oh this doesn't look like what i thought it would based on the photo yeah uh 100 percent true also of men's fashion absolutely (laughs) because there have been so many times where i've seen something and been like wow this person looks good yeah but it's because that's a good looking person (laughs) That happens to be wearing these clothes. I put these clothes on and it's like, is this a costume? Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> like, the thing. You look it up and you can find a... You, oh, man. You can find a, like, David Beckham. <laughs> David Beckham's just gone around wearing white t-shirts. And he looks amazing. It's like, oh... That's a fashion thing. Great, I'll put on a white T-shirt. I look like I'm ready for bed. (laughs) Yes. Put my nightcap on, and (laughs) off to dreamland I go. (laughs) I don't get it. But I think similar to to women's fashion, you know, it's about, like, body type and finding out how to uh, make make your body look good. And I've got this stupid fucking beer belly. And I don't know the secrets to making that look good, <laughs> but I don't know. I don't figure it out. I've uh, I've become more passionate about this since being single. <laughs> I think I already said that. Oh yeah, but of course. I said it again. <laughs> Have you ever tried to, or has someone else tried to uh, do this for you, but like, uh, quote unquote, make you over, give you a makeover? Not really. I mean, when I was younger, like living at home with my family, every now and then, like my mom or my sisters would kind of like chime in and be like, oh, that would look good. They were always very 
they would uh, try to let me know when I'm not looking good, and I would do my damnedest to ignore it and continue looking bad. <laughs> I don't know why that was my instinct. Uh, I probably uh, would have dated anybody in high school <laughs> if I'd listened to their advice. <laughs> You? Other than that, I've, no, I've not really. No one's, no one's ever uh, done. I've never gotten the the queer eye treatment. Although I would love to. Uh, yeah, I um, my sophomore year of high school, and I might have told this on the podcast before. I don't remember, uh, or it was in like an improv uh, practice or something. That's what's so difficult is like I can never differentiate which stories I told there <laughs> and which ones I've told here. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, it was uh, I was a sophomore in high school. Uh, my friend Rebecca uh, was like, I, I want to like, she was studying fashion. That was her uh, career goal was to be in fashion. Awesome. So she was like, let me help you. And I was like, no. <laughs> and then two years later, uh, when I was a senior, I was like, uh, and, and, uh, similarly, you know, I was like, oh, my dating, uh, possibilities have not changed. <laughs> uh, Rebecca, how about, how about that makeover? Yeah. And so we went to a couple stores and I like tried some stuff on, but it just, it never, like there were things that she was like, yeah, this looks good on you, but it never felt like me. Yeah. And so that was the big issue that I kept running into was, hey, didn't have 80% confidence. Yeah. Um, but that made it much more difficult to get on board with new fashion choices. Totally. And so it's kind of been in the last, I don't know, five, uh, five to seven years probably yeah. that I've like slowly started to uh, break out of the monochromatic t-shirt yeah yeah hey you've got a lot of good options <laughs> but that yeah that like I, that is a thing that they say on queer eye a lot is like it's not worth just putting someone in nice clothes if they hate them <laughs> like yes. you have to look at what they wear and go like oh there's a nice way to wear what you like <laughs> It's just not the clothes you have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so makeover didn't stick, but. Uh... Uh, it didn't. It's not so much that it didn't stick. It's that uh, we had to wait for me to be ready. <laughs> there you go. You grew into it. I grew into the makeover. <laughs> I uh, so I like I wouldn't call it a, a makeover necessarily, but my current fashion, even though it is ge in general so similar to what I actually exactly what I was just talking about, like I would wear essentially what I wear currently. It would just fit less well, <laughs> and I think <laughs> uh, I owe a lot to Carly when she and I were together. She's a very uh, fashion savvy person. And so, yeah, there was never, like, a full-on makeover, but she was uh, very good at leading me towards uh, types of clothes and where to shop and how to shop for stuff that I would look good in, and I now uh, fit in my clothes, <laughs> which <laughs> I never wanted to do when I was younger. I don't know what, like one of us has to get to the bottom of that psychologically like what is that because i i related so hard to what you said and when you were talking about that makeover is it's not me it doesn't feel like me i latched so hard especially when i was younger onto like i am this conk <laughs> and none shall change this <laughs> like and that was like always my excuse of like no i don't want to uh, where, uh, like, I, what do you, fuck, <laughs> I wish I could have come up with any words <laughs> to make that sentence flow, like, a different type of shirt, basically, like, oh, I don't want to wear a different type of shirt, I, this is what I wear, this is me, and if people don't like me, fuck them, 
<laughs> time goes by and you're like i i should not have told so many people to fuck them <laughs> <laughs> people don't like me so much uh, well i think for us or i feel like it's a combination of avoiding bullying slash attention yeah and trying to just come off as like normal yeah, I guess that would, that would those would be my guesses. Yeah, I think there was definitely a level of. I mean, attention was definitely a part of it. I did not want to seek attention, but yeah, like just wanting to be stock human. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this totally. is what a boy looks like. <laughs> Yeah. I wear a spinny top on my hat <laughs> and a sailor costume and I have a giant lollipop. <laughs> That's right. But uh I to go dip into the world of fashion faux pas if in like middle school I was already having that like, nope, this is me, this is what I wear. I wear blank shirts. For some reason Somewhere in middle school, like maybe the eighth grade through all of high school, <laughs> I had convinced myself that I was a large because I was a very tall person. Yeah. Like six foot two. And I was like, I need to buy large shirts because I'm tall. But I was like 140, 135 pounds. So these shirts were fucking huge on me. <laughs> and I truly just didn't know. <laughs> I didn't notice that it looked so strange. Part of the blame I'm going to put towards, you know, the early 2000s. It was kind of a time for oversized clothes. For sure. <laughs> Jinko jeans that went over your shoes, shit like that. So like... In a sense, I guess I blended in, <laughs> but like that carried on. So I was wearing these oversized shirts and jeans. Also, my jeans were too big, so I'm just I'm just wearing baggy fucking clothes, which looks even stupider on a 135 pound guy who's six foot two. Uh, and whence whence <laughs> whence I graduate? No, when I was about like a junior senior in high school. I had gone like, I'm going to start wearing button-up shirts because that's nice. Not like fancy button-up shirts, but just like casual button-up shirts. Because right. again, you see it on guys and you go like, hey, look at, look at Justin Timberlake wearing that button-up shirt. He looks fucking cool as fuck. <laughs> I can be JT. And, uh, you know, similarly, I'm wearing these button-up shirts that are just really baggy and flowy on me. That style... <laughs> lasted so long on me i wore baggy button-up shirts through high school through going to film school through like years past that <laughs> and so i was already like a fucking adult <laughs> i'm a goddamn adult at this point i have my friends and i'm living in seattle by myself and I'm out at the bar with my friends, and there's this one guy who uh, is not afraid to make a mean comment, <laughs> a, bite, <laughs> a biting comment, we'll say. And uh, we're just sitting there drinking, and this guy gets, he's drunk now, which makes, hey, that instinct to make a biting comment, oof. It's honing in. <laughs> it's targeted. <laughs> and it's targeted at me. And all of a sudden he goes, why do you dress like you're fat? <laughs> and, and I was just like, what the fuck? Like, you know, what's your problem? And I looked around the table and all of my friends like looked at him angrily and were like, shut up. Like, don't tell him. <laughs> not not a, like we're fucking with Evan Way, but it'll like... You know, don't be a dick. Evan doesn't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I immediately just like looked down and the blinders came off. And I was like, holy shit. <laughs> I, I, I don't fit in these clothes. And I haven't for a decade. <laughs> I haven't worn a shirt or pants that fit me. 
it blew my goddamn mind. And then from that day on, like, it got so much better where I'm like, okay, I need to go to Target <laughs> and buy shirts that fit. And I went down to a medium. And then eventually I started realizing, like, I kind of, I actually kind of fit in the small. It sounds crazy yeah. for such a tall person, but, like, small is kind of my size. And so I'm a small, and I'd been wearing large at least. <laughs> For 10 years. <laughs> and I will never not be embarrassed about all of those old photos of me, of which there are plenty. <laughs> Do you have any fashion regrets? Fashion regrets. That's a good question. Oh, uh, I don't think so. Nothing, nothing comes to mind. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think so. Um, I do remember... Uh, I had a shirt that was so soft and I love wow. a soft shirt. Love a soft shirt. Uh, softness is one of the main qualities I am looking for in a shirt. Yes. And I had this very soft light blue shirt and it had like Donald duck on it. <laughs> and then it had like, I'm on a boat. Uh, it was like very not long after the lonely Island sure. to put that song out. And this was like, I was mostly like lay low monochromatic yeah. t-shirts, but I was like, this is a soft shirt. Love it. A character I like mm -hmm. referencing a song from a group that I like. Yes. I'm going to buy this shirt. 80% confidence. Yeah. And I did wear it and it was uh, like a mix of like, it was, I would say mostly people were like oh i like that shirt okay um but they were certainly a minority of people who were like uh, what is this and <laughs> what is in, this? in that in that minority uh was absolutely my parents <laughs> and uh they were like are you really sure that that's <laughs> the shirt that you want to be wearing oh <laughs> uh yeah and did you continue so, or was that enough to break you down uh i think it was enough to break me down <laughs> oh, so i might sad. still have that shirt though actually i never got rid of break it, it, break it out. i might still have it yeah. um but i just like because my mom especially was like we got to be looking at those ralph lorenz <laughs> we got to be looking at those tommy hill figures <laughs> I was like, I like this shirt that says I'm on a boat. <laughs> <laughs> but but I like this. <laughs> I like this, though. I like the exact opposite of what you're uh, instilling in me. So I think, yeah, I think then my version of that is the band shirts that I have. Where it's like, yeah. this is me. This is what I would love to wear all the time <laughs> yeah. i love music i love these bands i love these shirts i have um but i i'm getting there i let's we'll say i'm like 60 percent confident with it at this point i will wear them out to walk the dog um and very rarely i will wear one to work but i it makes me uncomfortable <laughs> but yeah i don't know that uh those early middle school traumas <laughs> just they yeah, just last absolutely. forever yeah uh, big question we gonna dip into the world of hats <laughs> yeah okay because <laughs> I, I oh, I've, I've got a big a, a hat regret <laughs> <laughs> but have you ever been a hat person i've never seen no. you in a hat. uh yeah it's because uh a vast majority of hats do not look good on the size uh, and shape of my head and face. Mm. Um, I have one hat that I wear occasionally. Um, and it's a very like loose now that you say mesh that, hat, hat. The one that's in my Facebook profile picture. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, that's the only hat really that I wear. Oh. Find find a hat you like and wear it for life. <laughs> well, that's the but there's so few that I I can't just like pick a hat and wear it. Yeah, because a lot of them look 
horrible. Isn't that a bummer? I, yeah. yeah. I find, yeah, there are like, because I, I now will wear a lot of like baseball hats, baseball caps, whatever. Um, baseball hats. <laughs> but <laughs> I feel like there are just, there are different types of them. And only one of those types looks good on me. And it's certainly not the like hard hat <laughs> with the oh, flat yeah. bill that is so goddamn popular. Uh, that is not for me. But you roll that, we're rolling it back. And it's like that hat, but it's like, especially like you're saying, like either the mesh back or the cloth top ones with the bended bill, those work great for me. Yeah. Um, and I'll wear a, when it's cold outside, I'll wear a beanie. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I wore a beanie once i mean i've worn it more than once but uh, there was one time i remember um shortly after i did the like ucla screenwriting program and there were a couple of us that would still like meet up every week uh to like exchange pages and get notes on our writing yeah and i remember we were sitting outside uh and it was like cold but it was really sunny yeah and i was worried about like getting a sunburn so i put on uh the beanie and one of my friends was like you look like an extra in breaking bad (laughs) and i was like great now i can't wear beanies anymore never wear this i'm gonna look like a meth head oh that's a yeah hey it still continues these comments cut deep Uh, yeah absolutely stop making fun of each other (laughs) we're gonna have to do an episode on bullying eventually Uh, yes down uh because according to some people i'm a bully <laughs> yeah i've also uh been labeled that as well so it can be from uh, both the giver and the uh, receiver as it were I, uh yeah well we'll talk about it then but our, our former guest derek called me a bully on his podcast what? <laughs> of all the people to call you a bully hey listen to the podcast it's out there i don't know if that checks out actually i don't think it is out there i think he pulled it (laughs) but anyways (laughs) uh what was i gonna say what were we just talking about oh right my my hat faux pas i simply must (laughs) yes i uh, it's it was an innocent enough trajectory we were out uh, at Ocean Shores, a nice ocean city in Washington State. My grandparents had a small little plot of property with a camper on it, and we would go out there and camp. And on one particular trip, we had family trip. I was you know, probably just uh, like early middle school. And we went to a store, and I saw a fedora. <laughs> And when you're that age, hey, that means Indiana Jones, the coolest guy in the world. <laughs> and I bought that fedora. It was about $15. Uh, and I wore it the rest of that trip. And I brought it home. And I just had this fedora. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going to like wear it or anything. And then I got into high school. And I started wearing it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I just I, I I believe I've mentioned this on a previous episode that I had worn it for some reason because it was like I it was like I was dipping my toe in the water of like is this okay <laughs> is this okay for me to be wearing a fedora and uh, I had worn it to a band practice while I was in a band not like jazz band practice but my band I was in. And our quote-unquote manager at the time was like, that's a look for you. You should wear that to every concert because that's your shtick. Like, Slash has the top hat. 
you're the bassist with the fedora. And I was like, all right. And so I wore it to every show. And it did. <laughs> to his credit, it became a thing <laughs> in that small, our small circle. I was the bass player that wore a fedora. Um, but that gave me extra confidence to wear it to school. And I did a few times, but I couldn't bring myself to just wear it throughout the day. And also, you couldn't wear a hat in class, I believe. So I would, like, get out go walk in through the cafeteria and i'm wearing this fedora and i would find myself just like walking so fucking fast to get to my locker and then get to my locker throw it in the locker lock it immediately go to class spend the whole day not wearing a hat time to go home all right unlock the locker put the hat on walk to the car as fast as i can uh yeah I, I i think i got made fun of once or twice and eventually came to the conclusion that like nope it's not me. I should not be wearing this in public. Uh, but that's my other very embarrassing fashion faux pas uh, from my yeah. past. My dad tried to get me into fedoras. And, like, my dad does not wear one. And <laughs> I don't think ever did. Like, but he was like, you. you would look good in this. Uh, but I knew the stigma attached to the fedora <laughs> and wanted absolutely no part of it. But I do think that that's because you and I have relatively similar like face yeah. shapes and our face shape does look decent in the fedora. It look bad. <laughs> but I would never wear it one. It shouldn't happen. <laughs> it shouldn't have happened, but it did for a while. <laughs> Uh, and then yeah i think that just turned me off of hats for a very long time yeah um yeah Oof. so what do, what do we we're about an hour in now what have we what have we learned did we learn anything i don't know how we're about an hour in that was i think i got emotional <laughs> uh we learned that uh tweety bird and yes. taz are the only looney tunes characters uh on their own in clothing is that a conspiracy theory roll back to that episode <laughs> yeah it might be There's something you're very there. determined to get through every episode in this in this uh discussion yeah is that an elevator <laughs> <laughs> could be an elevator too i don't know uh, i haven't thought that one through <laughs> do you only see selino or barnes <laughs> in clothing or do you see them together um <laughs> I we also uh you know learned that just because someone looks good in clothing does not mean that you will look that good in same clothing. Yeah. I haven't done much of this, but I will now, but yeah, like just kind of google fashion for find a definition for your body type, <laughs> which unfortunately <laughs> for me uh, to to quote uh bill Hader from a wonderful movie the skeleton twins oh uh, yes I, I look like a bloated frog <laughs> <laughs> a very tall skinny lanky guy with a bloated belly <laughs> which is <laughs> tough uh but you know yeah find find a, a definition for your your body type and figure out the fashion from there i'd, I'd also say like like I was saying earlier, you're trying to look nice. You're trying to look nice in a cash way. Like, hey, I have a colorful shirt. Get that color somewhere else in your socks. Or if you're wearing a tie, boo, you could do a lot of stuff with that. You can also match these accent colors to your eyes and people lose their fucking minds. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, fashion i found myself way more in, uh, into this than i expected <laughs> i didn't realize i cared so much but it turns out i do carly changed me <laughs> <laughs> probably for the better it's probably for the best <laughs> but uh yeah i don't know make sure you button your shirt all the way up before you walk out into a windy place or don't or don't expose that tum and you know <laughs> See what happens. See where the night takes you. You can follow this <laughs> podcast on Instagram at How Do We Human. We got that uh, you can also uh, listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, yes, Spotify, please. really anywhere that you get your podcasts. It's not hard. 
You can rate, review, comment, subscribe, suggest other episodes to us of uh, things you want us to talk about. Yes. Uh, you can also, uh, but of course, suggest other people listen to this oh, podcast. Oh, love that. H- help this audience grow. Uh, oh, uh, yes? <laughs> Do you have anything else that uh, you're working on? Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm working on a, a, a course, of course. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in these unprecedented times... <clears throat> We're, we're finding ourselves Zoom chatting a lot, uh, almost exclusively. And I feel like, while this is nice, we're, we're losing a lot of personal connection. I think we're all slowly kind of forgetting how to be around other people without being afraid of them <laughs> and getting their germs. So I'm trying to start a, a course up that will ease people back. Once these restrictions have lifted a little bit, you will join my course and we will ease you back into being around other people to the point where at the end you will comfortably be able to have a dinner party. Um, the first few weeks will just be spent. You will be next to a person, but it'll be just like Zoom so just like front forward, staring at each other, sitting in office chairs, uh, just talking back and forth to each other while staring at each other. And then that's going to ease you into like, all right, hey, let's try to have a conversation without staring at each other. <laughs> and we'll go from there. Uh, I'm calling it uh, zooming into not making mistakes. Zooming into not making mistakes. Exactly. Uh, and the follow, of course, zooming into not making mistakes you're going to regret. And that <laughs> one's more about dating, because I have a theory that uh, as soon as people see each other again, they're going to just start fucking each other. <laughs> and, oh, baby. And that's going to be a mess. Don't do that. So That's going to be a mess. Oh, it's going to be a mess. And someone's going to clean it up. Who? Superman? He's not real. Sorry, Zack Snyder. (laughs) Anyways, you can sign up for my course at uh, uh, underscore mattressman underscore dot com. Is this a new domain? I lost mattressman underscore dot com and I now have underscore mattressman (laughs) underscore dot com. Um, It no longer even redirects. I I lost it. I I have a question. If you lost mattressman underscore dot com and you're creating a new business that has nothing to do with mattresses, why would you make that your new domain name? Wow. You know, I panicked. I just panicked when I saw that that had uh, lapsed and someone else had bought it. And I just panicked, purchased the next recommended URL. Fuck. Oof. (laughs) <laughs> I could have had something way closer to like zoom into not making a mistake.com. <laughs> you you probably could have had that exactly. Wow. All right. Well, I mean, maybe it's worth buying too. I'll I'll, I'll consider it, but for now <laughs> underscore mattress man underscore dot com is where you'll find my courses. Uh, what, <laughs> what do you got going on? <laughs> I thought it was underscore mattress underscore. Isn't that what I said? <laughs> no. No, you just said underscore mattress man underscore. Yeah, it's underscore mattress man underscore. What did I say before? Okay. <laughs> underscore mattress underscore man. I don't go there. <laughs> okay. I own that domain too, but it's not something I want people to see yet. I'm <laughs> not, not comfortable sharing it. What are you? What are you uh, going on? My business is also uh, predicated on. Uh, the need for a human connection. Oh, I like the way you said that. <laughs> and, uh, you know, in these uh, <laughs> unprecedented times, <laughs> uh, you know, we're we're uh, unable to uh, get out there and meet new people. True. Um, my business is 
going to cause a bit of a shakeup in the government, oh, uh, yeah. in a sense, uh, because every uh, citizen and every uh, member of the NSA is going to have to fill out a profile, and then I will match you and an NSA agent up uh, so that they can uh, talk to you about your internet search history. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Uh, it frightens me because that person is then going to ask me about underscore mattress underscore man dot com, which again, I'm not ready to talk about. So I'm not going to leap into this quite yet. Uh, but I think it's a nice idea. It's a good way to meet. Thank you. Meet very specific people. <laughs> yeah. Your NS angels. <laughs> Uh, I love the branding. I think that's a fantastic <laughs> name. Uh, possibly better than mine. Um, but who's competing? You know, it's not a competition. Yeah, it's not a competition. Anymore. Yeah. <laughs> We'd just be playing for second place uh, <laughs> under Billabong. <laughs> oh, Billabong. No drug references on this podcast. We're not rated for that. <laughs> Uh, here we go okay bye Bye. so smooth so smooth